Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be su- it's gonna be pretty cool. I feel like we should share that. <laughs> yeah, that could be our intro maybe. Yeah. Well, I think this is uh I think it's rolling. You need anything? <coughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the B Rad Podcast. I'm your host, Kat. And today we're talking to Carson. Hey everybody. My <laughs> name is Carson. <laughs> I'm the husband of your host, Kat, and today I'll be joining in on the convo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, how's it been? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's some crazy energy going on right now. We're, like, in the middle of, you know, A, healing from my hip, B, in that transition from the mainland or from Hawaii back to the mainland. Well, also, you know, trying to find stability within the chaos. And then also... Chaos! Yeah, true chaos. Like, dog is shredding a box back there. She almost murdered a few pigeons this week. Yeah, and then rolled in a few dead pigeons. So. Oh, man, she's been so smelly after those hikes we go on. Yeah. Damn. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a really, you know, I, we chatted last on this podcast, like I think right before hip or right after I was on, it was like my first week on crutches and, and now I'm doing some run walking. I'm, uh, you know, back to exercising, which has been great, but it's still been hard, you know, and not for the reasons we thought. Yeah. Now that you're coming out of the cave so to speak (laughs) you're like dang i didn't even think about how hard it was in the moment but you're realizing that it was actually excruciating yeah i just realized that i was like sad and i didn't even acknowledge it out loud to you but like my personality was just different it was like i had a wet blanket on yeah and now you're doing little runs you're like oh man when you went on that first that first run walk combo that you were cleared to do on the beach where you like did what one minute run one minute walk for 10 
Yeah, it was 10 times one minute run, two minute walk, or maybe oh. three minute walk, actually. Yeah, that was so cool. That was like a very cool experience. Yeah. So I've been like sort of documenting this recovery process. <laughs> so hopefully I can make a little, a little film about it at yeah. the end once you're uh, back in the back in the action baby yeah. yeah oh man i'm still yearning for that action action yeah <laughs> but when that's you... why it's hard because i'm like so close i'm like better now and i'm moving but i just miss being able to like train and like work towards something yeah i read uh the recovery packet again today <laughs> and it was like just so you remember cat uh month three through six is optimal healing with stem cells so don't push it too hard which is going to be super hard when you're feeling better and you could be you could maybe run 100 miles or 100 kilometers during that time but i mean realistically to to maximize healing like should you i don't know yeah, I don't know. It's tricky because, like, I really want to. And not only that, like, I, I just have so many goals. And I want to make the brands that I work for proud, too, you know. Um, dog, stop it. She really is attacking things over there. Dog, over here. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, it, it you know, I'm, I don't want to be just hitting my head against the wall like I was before. Like, starting things just to like underperform you know that was it was like three years of excruciating starting a run or starting a race and then like it all happening again what you looking at there's a fly on your microphone <laughs> oh really <laughs> oh the door is open yep <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> this is chaos i got distracted by that fly and yeah. by everything else that's going on. Yeah. It does seem like it's been chaos lately. Yeah. But Yeah, so when you when your mind wanders into the next adventures or the next extreme uh you know, run or activity or adventure you're going to do, what what does your mind wander to immediately? Um, well, I have this FKT project that's been on my radar for a couple years that you know, you know about, but I'm not going to announce yet because, um, because I don't want to make, make it real. You know, sometimes I have this like weird thing that I keep trying to beat. It's like, okay, if I write it down, if I acknowledge it, then, uh, it doesn't happen. It's like a weird superstition. It's like writing it down almost ensures that it won't happen. Like, you know, when I write my race schedule down in like January of what I want, the year to look like and I'm like this is what the year is going to look like it like that's just like a promise that it's going to change you know it never works out like I want it to and I really want this thing to happen I want to be healthy enough to do it um so I'm just gonna keep my trap shut <laughs> yeah <laughs> until until it's looking like like I you know until I can actually train for it like I can't even really train for it right yeah. now yeah we're both kind of superstitious huh a lot yeah. of people are, especially in Hawaii. People, yeah, it's a growing lot of up people here, are for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I can't believe that you took that rock off the island. Like, I can't believe you took a banana on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Volcanoes National Park on the Big Island, they receive 600 rocks in the mail every year. 
from people that take rocks and then realize it's bad luck because something terrible happens in their life and they have to mail it back to the big island. Honestly, it's, I, you know, I think growing up here, you, it's hard to ignore that spiritual energy, you know, especially like, it's just a, whether you feel it or not, it's, you know, always around, you know, people Mm -hmm. are always talking about it. It's like in your ingrained and, in me, at least, like. <laughs> Have you always been very superstitious leading into races before? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I try, and, and when I've tried not to be, I've, you know, it, it's kind of mentally messed me up. You know, it's mm. like I'm, it's like I'm trying. I'm like, okay, I, I'm trying to put the power into myself instead of into the superstition. I'm like, okay, like it's me. It's not this lucky hat or whatever. And then when I don't do it, it's like, it just doesn't work out. So I've just kind of succumbed to the superstitions that I have. And they change. Like, the lucky hat doesn't stay the lucky hat for 10 years. But, like, you know, if I do well on a hat, it's definitely lucky. And then if I'm, uh, if I do poorly in a hat, I'm not going to wear the hat again. (laughs) You know? I remember that visor that you didn't do well in. And I offered you the visor and you're like, no, no, not that visor. I was like, why not? It keeps the sun off. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What are you doing to increase your luck moving forward with this hip situation? Is there anything that pops into your mind of like, I'm going to mm. do this and it might make me stronger? That's a good question. I don't think so. I think like this hip has been a totally different experience because I'm not like obsessing over it all the time, you know, and injuries that I've had in the past. I've, and part of the reason I've been obsessive is because I've been injured, like, in the middle of a training block, and it's been, like, an, oh, shit, all of a sudden I can't run, and I have a race in six weeks, and they've been pretty brief, um, all stemming from, like, the same thing, but, uh, and so I've been, like, obsessively Googling and, like, doing stuff really intensely, Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, we kind of decided to do this and decided to, like, clear my race schedule. At first, I thought UTMB was still going to be possible. And, but now, you know, it, I could do it, but I wouldn't be fit, you know, and that, that I'm just not going to do that. It wouldn't um, be good for your, your hip recovery. My hip recovery or my confidence, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Just being like, gosh. Yeah. Um, so we're going to stay close to home close to Colorado this summer. And as of now, I know it changes a lot based on what's happening physically, but like, is there any races that you're currently expecting to run this year? Yeah, I I mean, I did sign up for a few and even now I don't know if they're gonna happen then. So I don't really wanna talk about it. (laughs) Cause I'm like, I'm like, so I I don't wanna, the healing to be dictated by race you know i want the racing to be dictated by healing and that's like a totally opposite experience and approach to recovery as i've ever had um and and it's not because i want to be i'm not actually like worried about the hip although maybe i should be it's more like i don't want to show up to a start line not feeling good you know I I've done that just so many times and I'm exhausted from doing that showing up to a start line and then literally you know a third into the race feeling so disappointed that my body is not working with me again and like when I'm showing when I show up to the next start line I just want to be confident in in my body 
that's unsustainable to like have your race schedule dictate how fast your body can heal because that's not the way it works right i know but it's the way that i've worked (laughs) Um, yeah it's hard though like you know even now i'm like so excited and inspired to get back yeah and it's hard to reel in that feeling of like man i just i just love racing so much and i love it like you know i'm such a competitive person and having an outlet for that and having like some goal that i work towards every day where like i can channel that competitiveness just makes me better otherwise like i bicker with you more <laughs> i am I, um, oh, yeah. you know <laughs> i'm like a little bit more intense of a person <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah yeah so well that's something that's like the hardest thing for people to do is to unlearn uh habits right yeah like race first heal second but we got to flip that flip that around heal first race second so that's great and i think you know that gives us an opportunity this year as we go out into the mainland and out into these places with these huge trails and go to these you know races to spectate and be there but not maybe not um maybe sometimes you won't be uh competing but we can make an adventure out of it and we can make that its own fun little thing you and i can do some really cool adventure runs that maybe aren't like you know gonna break your body but they'll be intense and we can document them yeah via video and that's been kind of the cool thing too it's like you know everything for so long has been dictated by racing and by again like i love getting the most out of myself and i love training hard and i love trail running and i love racing hard like i get so fired up (laughs) but it's it will like this will be the first summer and yeah i'm gonna work really hard towards this goal fkt that i'll hopefully go for at the end of the summer but also going into it with like that more casual mindset by putting the you know healing first is going to make sure that we get some cool fun adventures into yeah and like also put energy in other places you know um while still doing having like that bucket of training recovering you know the running bucket there'll be like another adventure bucket for you and me then like also a bucket for like our creative projects that we have going on and and Mm. then other like hobbies you know like something that we talked about that (laughs) i realized last weekend that's been so hard for me is like because you went surfing last weekend and i'm still not allowed to surf because of the compression on my back that's like something that they um they're, they told me to be super cautious with on the on the comeback. Um, and I realized that, like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to be social without being active. Like, You could join a chess club or a book club. You've read how many books over the past few weeks? Like, over 15 books, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 15 books. Oh, my yeah. gosh, that's so crazy. Like, it takes me maybe three months to read a book most times. Yeah. Well, I've also been, like asleep at midnight and up at five in the morning (laughs) you know yeah not running does crazy things to you huh i know and this is why i've started running it's just because i have i'm like a high energy person 
I'm a go, go, go kind of person, and running kind of brings me down to that normal level. Yeah. There's maybe chess clubs. Nah. You could play chess club. Nah. Uh, book club? Mm, I would do a book club. Scrabble. Yeah. You played Scrabble one time I know. with my family, and you were actually pretty good at it. Yeah, with your dad, you and your dad. Yeah. That was so fun. So. But also we were talking about music maybe, like. Music, yeah. I've always been really, I've always played a little bit of music. I've always, it's been a huge part of my life. Um, and so maybe like going more into that and, mm-hmm. you know, leaning into that side um, just so I have something that I feel really passionate yeah. about that's outside of running and activity and exercise in general. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I want, I want you to sing. You're a really great singer. Uh, fun fact, anyone who doesn't know Kath that well, she's an amazing singer. Um, <laughs> she doesn't like compliments, so don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but uh, I want you to sing, and I want to play the banjo, and I want us to sit on our front porch, like on rocking chairs or on stools, you know, doing some bluegrass yeah. kind of music. That sounds like a fun Colorado activity. Yeah, or fun Hawaii activity. Or fun Hawaii activity. Hawaii, maybe more ukulele and yeah. uh, slack key guitar. Yeah, slacky guitar is really hard though. I want to play, uh, sing some rock in Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Chinatown is like Oahu's music scene for people who don't know. Yeah, super cool. And like, you know, that's been on my mind too is getting more artistic. I'm, I've been taking lots of photos, especially over the past year since I've kind of delved into that, and also venturing further and further into video which i'm super stoked about and i've been doing that you know way more consistently within the past six months yeah but uh it's definitely a passion of mine and something that i'm really excited to expand on and really grow my media career uh magoon media (laughs) as it's now going to be called so that's what i wrote on when we were I was doing our taxes. Magoon Media. Media. Um, And it's been pretty cool. Like you've, you know, been working towards it for the last couple years. Um, Really hard in the last year. But in the last year, it's been more like putting out fires and filling in where you can. And, you know, um, just because you, we've been busy and, you know, there's also a lot going on. And when you're building your own business, it's really hard to block off time to build instead of just like do the mm-hmm. things that are right in front of you yeah. but in the last couple of weeks I've seen you like make the decision like okay I'm gonna build this <laughs> and and like yeah. may like be you know and we t- I think the theme of you know when you and I talk a lot it's always like okay we need to be more intentional because both of us are you know so you know, we're excited spazzes, both of us, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and we get distracted so easily, but I've just mm-hmm. seen you just, you know, we were kind of t- having this discussion, like, okay, is this like a realistic career, um, or sh- should you pursue something else, and since you, like, made the decision to, like, no, this is what I want to do, and you've just been, you have, like, turned on that intentionality, and making sure that you're taking the s- steps to grow. Well, recently, in the, like, the last few weeks within the last few weeks maybe the last month I have gotten obsessed like I'll be staying up till midnight 
watching YouTube videos, learning, taking courses, downloading different, uh, you know, filters and video packs that I can work on and like maneuver and work. You know, I, I'm just, I'm just starting to really dive in and figure out so much. Uh, there's so many, um, you know, little details to video production. Yeah. And, and even photo editing, but video production is so expansive. So I'm, yeah, I'm super psyched. I'm like, I'm all in Magoon Media. Go and check it out. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking nerd. (laughs) I am such a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. Like, what are you doing over there? I'm watching a YouTube video on LUTs. (laughs) (laughs) A LUT is like a video filter. (laughs) See, I told you guys. Nerds. Yeah. I know. (laughs) But it's pretty cool. Like, it's, you know, it's cool to like have a passion and to like really go after a career that's out of the norm you know Mm -hmm. and that's you know you're completely responsible for its success you know it's just like you know being self-employed and building a business especially in something like media like that's in your control completely and it's just you know about working hard, putting in the hours and working smart too. And I've just, again, like seen you make that shift. Oh, and like, it was almost overnight, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, when you're starting something new also, I'd say more than half the time you feel out of control. Yeah. Because you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. So I'd say that was, that's one big shift that's taken place lately is I'm diving in and sort of, I know what I'm doing enough now to sort of like, um, start building, yeah. Build, building those blocks up so that I can get to a competitive playing field. Yeah, it's like in the first um, year and a half or so, two years, you were like gathering all the blocks. You were like finding the blocks and the different. It's like an <laughs> Easter egg hunt. You're like, oh, there's a block there, and there's one here, and then now you've gathered them all, and you're you've got your blocks, and you can start building them up. Yeah, is it like that with ultra running? Oh, I don't know. I think ultra running, you know, my experience, it's just like I I dove in the deep end. And I feel like I, you know, just was learning as I was going with that, too. You know, I feel like it was not just gathering blocks for me, but I I, I just dove headfirst and, um, you know, definitely accidentally belly flopped and then started swimming eventually (laughs) (laughs) yeah a couple broken ribs like from belly flopping from yeah so high up yeah (laughs) you ran out of there and i ran out of there like a bat out of hell and now i'm just floating i'm like "Hmm." (laughs) like where will this take me now (laughs) yeah the currents so the stem cells they're currently healing your body (laughs) yeah does it feel like they're healing you yet like before when we were just we i think we touched base right after your stem cell procedure or pretty soon after yeah and um you know now a month later like how do you feel like it's going it's really hard to tell because i'm not running you know or i am like doing now like run walking um but you know when i was running a lot i it was like very obvious that it was not okay. Even like though I had good days, <laughs> like even on my good days, I'd like be walking around and be like, ah, and be like, what? And I'd be like, it's fine. Just my hip. It's okay now. Um, and now just like 
walking around, I don't have that anymore. Um, it, and like my, but overall, like my body feels better because I'm not running that much, you know, running just, you know, doesn't, your body doesn't feel good when you're running all the time. Like it's pretty, it is kind of nice. I will say to not wake, wake up and be, you know, kind of walking super stiffly to the bathroom first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it, it does make mornings way more pleasant, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're learning how to chill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's tricky, but um, so it's hard to tell mm. if the stem cells are working. But I I will say like on the run walks that we've had, um, like you do pretty much all of them with me. It feels good. Like I'm not I'm not in pain. Um, you know, and it seems to be getting stronger instead of like the running making it hurt more. Like I can feel the muscles kind of rebuilding. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Wow. I just imagine stem cells as, you know, like a little baby labrum, like, uh, growing in your body. It's like brand new tissue almost. It is. It's, <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it is yeah. what it is, huh? Um, yeah. And that's what it feels like it's doing. Like it, you know, when I first started walking again, um, like it just, it felt weak. Like it just felt like I couldn't stabilize, you know, and it was, definitely and like after being on my feet all day it like hurt you know mm -hmm. um so like and now it doesn't you know i'm walking around all day long yeah and it doesn't hurt you know so like i guess that is getting way better for people that maybe are injured out there that are considering stem cells do you have any advice or thoughts for them as they're looking into it um yeah you know there's a you know and it, this is a tricky question because there's a lot of people out there um, and there's a lot of, you know, stem cells and um, opinions about them. And I would say, like, find a great doctor that you trust, you know, something that's been really frustrating for me in this process, you know, and I've been told, you know, I was like been told back surgery, like major hip surgery, like and this was a um, like a type of procedure and like I've just been told so many different things but I feel like in a lot of it my symptoms were dismissed and only the images were looked at um, and that became really frustrating um, and not only frustrating but it it delayed um, it delayed me wanting to get any treatment done because I didn't trust the doctors because I was like, you're not listening to me, you know? <laughs> and, um, so find a, someone, you know, find a doctor you trust. And a lot of times that takes talking to people who've gotten similar things done. You know, I, when I see, say like an athlete talks about, um, like on the internet, on Instagram, like, oh, this hurts. I had this done. Just like ask questions. And that's kind of the thing about the ultra running community is the pros that people are posting or even not. Anyone's like really accessible. You know, everyone's willing to talk. And I just reach out, get referrals, ask why that doctor was good. I've been lucky to have a lot of people give me suggestions and it's helped. So I like really found a doctor that I trusted um, who, you know, was a surgeon, an orthopedic surgeon who studied, um, Eastern medicine too, for a long time. 
Um, and then also I had like four different calls with him before I had the procedure. And, mm-hmm. and then, um, before we even did anything, you know, it was like an hour of talking. Yeah. Um, just so I could understand. And like, because of my symptoms, he took more images and other places and found like, okay, so the back stuff is as bad. And he literally was like showing me, I'm like, okay, this is what your spine is. You see this right here. Then he'd like Google healthy L4, L5 and like show me a photo of that and be like, this is what yours looks like. And like all of a sudden I trusted him because I was like, oh, like I feel so validated in my pain. And like to have a doctor just take an hour just to talk to you, that's mm-hmm. unusual, you know, and the appointments that I've had, they've been like next, you know, 15 minutes, <clears throat> look at images next, you know. Um, so that was really valuable. Um, and then I was telling him about my symptoms and he was like, oh, I want to take one more image. And this is all in real time. Like it was all, he had an MRI, but we did ultrasounds too. Um, and that's how he found my glute med tear. And I had like a 50% tear at the glute med attachment, which is a big deal. Like that's, that was, you know, if I'd gotten my back and my labrum treated without getting this glute med tear treated, who knows what would have happened. And he was like, look, do you see that? That like little black spot the size of your thumbnail on your bone? That's from the the attachment pulling your bone off or pulling off your bone. And like, you know, and just being able to like really see that. And then again, he like Googled it right there. So he didn't like have it in front of me. Like it was a marketing. He was like, I'm just going to Google it for you so you can see what it looks <laughs> like. And, and that, you know, again, that made me trust the doctor and like I sometimes don't trust my own symptoms. And so when I'm telling a doctor what I'm feeling and they, I feel like they've dismissed me, you know, it, it is hard, you know? Um, so that I, I recommend like, you know, just talking to your peers and finding someone that you trust and then asking a lot of questions like, you know, asking, that you know the doctor's there to treat you and if the doctor's making you feel guilty for asking questions it's the wrong doctor right yeah and in healthcare these days like you kind of are your own advocate like yeah. there's not there's not enough doctors that are available not for to heal everyone effectively and put in enough time for each individual patient i mean we both have friends in healthcare and it sounds like a lot of the healthcare professionals are really spread super thin. Mm-hmm. And like there's just too few of them. They're not paid enough to really yeah. reach each individual patient. And that issue is going to accelerate as, um, you know, the baby boomer generation continues to get older because they're like most of the population right now, from what I understand is, you know, I can't speak to that. I have the no idea. <laughs> the majority of the population is getting older. Um, I the, guess the average is moving up. Oh, yeah. So, so like, I see that, that just means that healthcare professionals are going to be spread even more thin as time goes on. So you do yeah. need to advocate for yourself and ask all those questions and do your own research, which is really hard to do, especially when you're working so much and we're both, like, so busy with a bunch of different things. But in the end, like, your health really is all you have and your time here on earth uh, is all that you really have and it is what you make it. So you want to make sure that it's valuable and that you take care of it so you can get the most out of your time that you can. You know? Yeah. 
rather than running another few years on a, on that mm. hole in your bone that is you know representing itself in your labrum issue like they were <laughs> i sound super uh, scientific right now but dr carson dr carson yeah <laughs> i'm for hire <laughs> uh yeah we want to make sure that you can get the mileage and the quality out of each mile yeah that's a well said yeah i feel like i've had a lot of low quality miles <laughs> in the last couple <laughs> years <laughs> a lot of miles being like uh i guess this is okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah. it's fine i just like don't even I, I like don't even believe that there's a better way still and like I, I really hope there is and some days I feel really hopeful and some days I, I feel like if, if I'm like condemned to still having it like that's okay I will keep working towards it but I'm not gonna give up running <laughs> you know yeah um, well it's almost like you know the our old Camry that we just had to get rid of because <laughs> it just broke down for the, the final time but yeah, we bought this like old lemon, this Camry. lemon, yeah. old camera. It's like ancient. But the salespeople on Craigslist are so slick. Like I they, know, and we were in a rush, so they fooled us. But man, that car was and we're a excited too. Bucket of bolts, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we were like, oh yeah, yeah, next thing, next thing, next thing. We just got to hit the next checkpoint and get the get there right now get there get there get there and but like then, fixing things along the way like uh, can we fix this with duct tape, duct tape. like <laughs> <laughs> can i screw this bolt in here like who knows and uh so eventually that car is just it's it's done and we got a new ish one but it's like it's <laughs> solid right yeah little, and we did the research you know uh-huh. or yeah. you did you know yeah i was like all right you can't talk to me today. I need to focus all my energy on researching this car. Yeah, I'm like, cool. <laughs> I have meetings all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully it'll work out. But it's kind of like that, you know? We, if we have a solid vehicle to drive, then it'll take you far. It's yeah. It's work. Well, and also, if you, like, take the steps back, you know, instead of... And this is something that I am really bad at. I have... I make like a decision and then I'm like, okay, let's just do it so we can get to the next thing. Mm. Um, but with this car, we like took a step back instead of just like being in a, the, the Camry, the old car that we got, we were in the, we were driving a rental um, and we had to return the rental like the next day. And yeah. we were like in the Costco parking lot, Googling cars for sale and we're like oh there's one for sale right here we should just get it and then (laughs) we can drop off the rental car tonight (laughs) yeah sometimes it almost feels like i don't know when you're talking to a bunch of different doctors about how to heal your body sometimes it feels like the wild west out there with stem cells especially because they're like unregulated and most doctors can't tell you that it will heal your body and it will solve your your yeah. problem because it's not approved yeah right totally but and that's where like we did the research like i talked to and this was easier for me to do because i was kind of fighting just getting them because i knew it was going to be a lot of time off you mm-hmm. know um and I took the time to talk to these doctors a lot to decide which one I wanted to go see and then talk to the people who who'd been treated 
who'd been treated by this guy. Um, and just like with the car, you know, we took a step back, <laughs> didn't just go with the first one that we found that was affordable. Like you spent two full days looking for cars. Yeah. Which is hard to do. It's hard to take that much time. It's to... crazy. Yeah. Falling out of budget. (laughs) 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 So you have to like be super careful about the decisions you make. Yeah. So, well, how are we feeling? You feel excited to head out there and, you know, keep recovering, but, you know, be out there in the Colorado trails and you're going to start to run a little more. And I'm so excited about the being back in Colorado on the trails you know I'm excited to start you know working towards bigger goals you know that are not just short-term goals but long-term goals um I've been working with Outer Known recently and we're like um negotiating right now what that's going to look like you know we're really committed to having a big long partnership um and they were asking me, okay, like, what's your 23, 24 look like? And what, what are your goals for the next couple of years? And, you know, with a brand like Outer Known, they're not asking about my running goals. You know, they don't really know anything about running. And I told them, I told them about this FKT project. And I told them that, like, it's a goal of ours because, you know, while I'm going to hopefully be completing this FKT project, you're going to be documenting it. And that'll be a, you know, that's something cool in your career that's a goal and something cool that's mine um, kind of blended together, you know, and that we can work on together side by side. Um, but also, you know, I is those running goals that, like, I put in this box are I'm still just as passionate about those and I'm still super focused on that. But I wouldn't say they're all consuming like they have been in my past. Like I have that running box. Like in that running box, it's almost like easy. This is like I work for Brooks here. You know, I work for and I'm I'm um, this is my job and I love it and I'm going to focus really hard. But I can also have like, you know, leave my job sometimes like someone does if they work in an office and, you know, they can leave their job. And then I can work on my own more creative goals including music, including, you know, you and I are going to put on next winter a camp here in Hawaii um, that kind of blends our passions with uh, um, trail running, surfing, and um, sailing a double-haul Hawaiian sailing canoe for you. Um, And then also, you know, brings what we have learned growing up here in Hawaii about connecting to where you are and appreciating the land for more than just the land um, and bringing that to people who come to this camp because I think there's a lot of value in that um, and it it you know it helps me it helps make me present and so like you know then I have that box to work on and you know and explaining all this to outer known is we were you know going back and forth and and my goals it it was kind of cool to realize that like ah, I'm not so one-dimensional anymore you know as I as I have been in the past been like so obsessed with just the running goals and I'm still very focused and targeted on those running goals but it's I have again more dimensions now which I think is something cool to have leaned into 
in the last couple weeks, even though it's been Mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. You've had to sit down and sort of expand on all of those other uh, facets to your, your ideas and your goals. And just like really, you know, realize that I, I'm, I am not whole if I'm one dimensional and I, and I like, again, like it doesn't mean that ultra running and running and chasing these goals are any less important. It just means that I can step away sometimes and, you know, turn my attention to the other parts of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not just an ultra runner, but you're a woman who runs ultras. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cool. Cool. What about you? What are your goals in the next year? My goals in the next year? Well, Magoon Media, that is launching. And it has launched, but it's been Carson Magoon Photography. And it's been a sort of iterations of it. But Magoon Media um, is here to stay. And so going to be focusing on that. I want to expand on that business and start shooting more a more varied um you know i want to i want to do photos and videos for all sorts of different brands and athletes even real estate um different sports even like paddling here in hawaii surfing um i'm just really excited to you know take that art form with me into some of these environments that I find myself in that I can really document well and share with people that might have never seen them before or might maybe they are a part of those environments but they you know need to need to share with the greater world um what what they do and so I, I think that I can sort of take that skill with me and uh, expand on it and also use my creative freedom in that to uh, really make a cool business so I'm really excited about that I'm going to be doing that uh, over the next year my goal is to you know take that take that into a higher level over the next year another goal for the next year I would love to do a uh, an obstacle course race um, a friend in Colorado and I were talking about that, about um, maybe doing one of those together. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, shout out Chris Lee. Um, yeah. He's my strength training coach. Yeah, Kinesis Integrated. Is yeah, that how you say it? I'm pretty sure. I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is an incredible, he's a strength coach, right? Yeah, he's technically a strength coach. I refer to him sometimes as my PT and he's not a physical therapist. However, I start seeing him for the same reason as I saw the stem cell guy. I was like so frustrated with a lot of the PTs that I'd seen being like so prescriptive and not seeing me as like a whole complicated person. Mm -hmm. So, and he just like immediately was like, oh, that makes sense because of this. And like, if something were PTs in the past, if something had caused symptoms, they'd be like, keep doing it, it'll get better. Yeah. He was like, okay, let's try it this way until we can do this. Yeah. So Chris Lee, Kinesis Integrated, super cool guy. He helps train like a ton of pro athletes that kill it. Yeah. Everyone I talk to that goes to him sees success. So yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, maybe one of those fun obstacle course races and uh, more 
paddling and big wave surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Next <laughs> yeah. winter will be um, on the North Shore of Oahu, which will be just mm-hmm. like the energy there is so crazy. Yeah. I think it matches both of our personalities. Yeah, it's going to be a really incredible playground for both of us. Yeah. I mean, the trail opportunities up there, the big wave surfing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Even the even the paddling, like you can you can paddle to some pretty incredible places up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a huge playground. Well, anything else you want to share with your people, your your friends, and your colleagues, and your your teammates? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that I. This will probably be our last you and I podcast in Hawaii before we go back to the mainland. Um, we have a couple here scheduled with guests before we leave, but it's been a fun winter and I'm I'm just, I'm excited to have our mainland stretch and, you know, get back in the running community. You know, both of us figure out what that season's gonna look like. Um, and yeah, I miss, I miss my ultra runner community too. Cool, yeah. Anything you want to say? So stoked to be out there with you and go exploring and adventuring out in the trails. Crazy mm-hmm. trails out there. Yeah. Yeah, we got we to gotta, uh, pick off some really big adventures and document them and share them with everyone. Mm-hmm. We do. That's really exciting to me. Well, also staying balanced and intentional <laughs> and being better at planning. <laughs> we were saying today, we are like, okay, with a stable life, you can make spontaneous plans and have them still be fun. But if you're living this life that's like unpredictable and unstable, again, where you're just like trying to put out fires all the time, those spontaneous adventures become really, really stressful <laughs> and less fun. Or just yeah. like adventures in general, you know, become hard and so that's that's another big goal for for me in the next year that i think we've already been better at just like stabilizing ourselves so we can play hard yeah all right let's go play hard let's go play hard cheers cheers can't be read out (laughs) cheat